as the last train too. So thank you for listening to the last train podcast. This is a podcast where we like to have conversations that are sincere, candid, and honest. Uh, we're just a group of uh, young 20, 20-something-year-olds <laughs> trying to have fun conversations about uh, things we see in the world, things that we feel matter, things that are a little bit strange. Uh, nothing's right, nothing's wrong, um, but we just uh, like to have fun. Uh, thanks for taking a ride on the last train. This episode, we're going to be talking about uh, a list of philosophical aphorisms Mm. by one of my favorite scholars and public intellectuals, Nassim Taleb. Mm. Nassim? Nassim. How do we pronounce that? I'll probably call it Nassim Taleb. Nassim Taleb. N-A-S-I-M-E. Yeah. In his book, The Bed of Procrustes, Mr. Taleb opens by telling a myth with the bed of Procrustes. Have you guys heard of the myth before? No. No. We've discussed it in pre-production, but... So, Procrustes was a man who lived by... Or who lived in a beautiful small estate in Attica. Mm. I would like to think it was like by some waterside or yeah. something. He would invite travelers who were making their way along their journey journey to stay the night. He would prepare a good warm meal for them. And then he would invite them to sleep in a bed he'd prepared. He always wanted the bed to fit the traveler properly. So he would amputate the limbs of the travelers to fit to perfection. <laughs> That's grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> so when they when they were asleep, he would either would chop them up to stretch them, or to, so that they would fit on the bed, or to compress them so that they fit perfectly. He had he had a thing about perfection. Talk about like good uh, being a good host. Like <laughs> <laughs> the bed is to your liking. I'll make it. I'll make you to the bed's liking. Like <laughs> our bed would have to always be small then. Yeah, I guess if it's if it's big, what does he do? So it's a it he the bed. I don't know what the size of the bed is. There are some versions of this mythological story where there are two where there are two beds, right? But the bed it could be any size. But then what he would do is he would cut you into or pieces stretch you to stretch you or to compress you to fit. So if you're too big, it'll be to make you smaller. If you're too small. It would be stretch out to fit. Like cut your hands to extend your legs. I Pretty guess. much. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> very kind of them. Why? So, I mean, it's a, it's a mythological story. Yeah. I mean, at the end it was like sort of poetic, poetic justice because he was slain by Theseus. It was paid back in kind, but the, this kind of interpretation or the lesson you would draw or you could draw from the lesson or... Uh, my interpretation that Taleb sort of draws from telling that story is the limitations of human knowledge and our imbued bias. We used to interpret interpret data when we're working outside all sort of fields of, of observation. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about this in the postface of his book. Mm-hmm. Um, the need in our mind to reduce information into a Procustean bed of crisp Um in the process with dis- disregard the unknown instead of suspending categorization. Mm. Break that down a little bit more. 
and so typically a mistake that would made is in terms of because as humans we want to feel uh, when we're exploring topics we would rather want to know than just know than just admit we don't know yeah so what we do is we take uh topics that are probably more nuanced and we reduce them um to fit a particular prepackaged narratives right and then we display that and in the in the sense we are um we're we're making a precarious bed um by chopping up things and yeah sort of um instead of just saying yeah this is unknown and we we need to figure that out it's like you can either oversimplify or you can make it something that it's not like in essence like it's like when Sonia came over and she's saying that like um I don't support the black lives black lives movement I feel like there's a way that you can oversimplify your ideas right. just because that's the way that you want to understand it mm-hmm. right so in some kind of grotesque fashion um you've misinterpreted like you've you've cut up the ideas or you've cut her up and you fit her in a box so right. that's now I get you this way the conclusion in some mm-hmm. sense is the bad yeah and then when you have your conclusion then you try to find things that fit into it yeah you're taking all these you know nuanced ideas being yeah. p people mm. and chopping them up to fit on the bed to fit on the bed yeah yeah mm. i mean you've been talking about this and I'm actually a bit worried to talk about the ideas in this book because I am afraid to put it in a Pakistanian uh bed mm. myself. Yeah. A Pakistanian bed. It's weird. It's almost like you can never avoid it. It's like you're we're always I mean like if you think about even the way that people understood the universe. <laughs> like I think it was I was watching a video with Neil deGrasse Tyson and he was saying that, you know, he has this way of like making grand ideas seem a, just a little bit easier to understand and he was talking about how like well people didn't understand the universe before certain aspects of the universe the more our knowledge expands and then it's like oh that's the missing piece of the puzzle it's not like magic or it's not god per se you know what i mean it's like so so i feel like it's it always comes from our own lack of understanding but like i sometimes it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just we don't we don't know right right i guess it takes sort of an informed individual to realize that this is something that they do or they can mm-hmm. fall uh, sort of prey to and then to yeah sort of you know be careful um in his book skin in the game which i haven't read yet so i guess i should i should not overly try to summarize but um i i guess this book is a little bit of a preface to mm-hmm. to um sort of his general work or the thesis around most of what he writes is that without skin in the game or without experience in in what you're saying be mindful of what yeah. you say it's so, i think that's a better way for me to put it i mean like i think a better about, way for it to be said yeah i mean like i think about twitter and stuff and that it seems like everybody has an opinion about things that they don't they probably haven't done the research on it. Like it's, it's so weird because like you'll see like celebrity wives <laughs> or, or like wives of like athletes and stuff. They'll go on Twitter and like try to be political or philosophical and stuff and make like reference some statistic they read somewhere. And like, sometimes I'll roll my eyes to it and be like, well, you probably, 
there's a high chance you don't know what you're talking about, but there's a chance you might. So I don't know how credible or if I should believe you really. But does that mean that people, unless people understand things completely, that they shouldn't have opinions about it? I think they, they should have opinions, but I, I guess it's the being mindful yeah. about or being truthful about what you know and what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this also falls to myself, like where ego, um, like individual, like, so not just myself, but just individually where ego wants to take forefront most of the time. And it's hard for you to catch yourself and go, well, I really don't know much about this. Mm-hmm. And so I guess while you can, while you can speak about it, yeah. um, it's different from when you are extending a narrative and so it's just a uh, sort of caution of, you know, be careful. I feel like now more than ever before, people are so afraid of being dumb <laughs> or sounding like they don't know, right? So it, it is a rat race of information or whatever, however way you you get your knowledge. But I I feel like maybe go back 10 years ago, it was more cool to not know. Now, it's not cool to be misinformed. It's it's not cool to like not have done your research. You know, like you'll get mocked out of certain circles or even in social media or schools of thought. It's like you don't know anything, right? So it it is a it, like when you make a when you mention the ego there, it's like how it reflects on your own kind of the way you understand yourself or your perception of yourself as you know perceived by other people. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's I don't stop myself sometimes. Like it's hard for me to say I don't know sometimes. Do you guys have that? Like it's maybe not Yanu. <laughs> Yanu's pretty comfortable with me. Like, you know what? I don't know anything about this, man. This is the wrong guy. <laughs> but, I skew your results a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah. I don't know. What about you? I find myself saying, I don't know when I don't know mostly, Mm. but then I also do fall prey sometimes to repeating rhetorical arguments that I have heard some people who I deem smart make. Mm. So that's a trap I know I fall into sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then it's like when you realize like, I actually haven't really thought this through myself yeah. just sounded good or I agreed with it, you know, but like, I don't necessarily know why I agree with it. I just do. And then I, I memorize it and then I spew it out. I'm much like you in that way. Um, but it's, you know, it's whatever. Who's fact checking us, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually don't mind people fact checking me or, mm-hmm. or calling me out. And to be fair, I do think there, there's certain, there's certain spaces where, I do do a good amount of okay research. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I, I am still well aware of my ego. Yeah. Uh, that takes sometimes center stage, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing to think about, for sure. Okay, so there are a list of uh, maxims that Taleb, Taleb talks about in his book. The, this book of aphorisms is yeah. basically a list of, of pretty maxims. pretty much your Bible at this point. <laughs> um, it's not my Bible. You but... go to bed with it under your pillow, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, it's, it's just what I'm currently reading. Yeah. Tomorrow is going to be something else. There, yeah. there are lots of books I've ordered at this point, yeah. and I'm just going through a lot of them. Um, Phantom Street has been a wonderful resource for me to find um, just like-minded individuals who are just looking for knowledge, and there's just a whole amazing recommendation of, of books. But um, yes, I am very much into this book yeah. at this very point in time. <laughs> so. Yeah. I even find myself referencing some of the aphorisms or maxims that you tell me, like even outside. Like it's like I caught myself saying "skin skin in the game" to somebody. You know, like <laughs> where the hell did I get that from? Like, <laughs> if there's one thing I'm proud of is I have infected our group with a lot of Pretty things. Much. Skin in the game modalities yeah yeah maxims i don't know if you're gonna bring this up later but the one i really like is that that one where it's like there's no such thing as good listeners just like stylishly um what what, what is it again just like um remixed or stylish indifference oh that, uh, <laughs> i'm not it, really it, that good at listening to you i just i'm really good at pretending like i give i that i care yeah like, <laughs> what we call what we usually call a good listener is someone to, with a polishly with polished uh, indifference. Indifference, yeah. Um, I yeah. thought about that for hours afterwards. I was like, oh, I guess maybe like, <laughs> what do you think, Yen? <laughs> That's a tough way to look at the world is what I'll say. say but it's definitely true in, in some sense. But a lot of ways. Yeah. If that's the way you'll see the world, period, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, I hope we don't get a copy stroke. Or stri- <laughs> like we don't get a copy strike by this. Um, but okay, so let's go. Um, so the uh, maxims are broken into various chapters and I've just picked like about 10 to talk about. Yeah. And so the first one, um, is like around a theme of a little bit of addiction, but the three most harmful addictions, heroin, carbs, and a monthly salary. Yeah. What do I'm you say? addicted to money, man. okay let me ask you a question is he talking about we're addicted to monthly salary as just like we're addicted to having income in general or are we addicted to that sort of like the over idolization of like you know structure and like stability and like we're addicted to being a cog in the machine so Again, I don't know what Talib's thinking, but here's my interpretation of, okay. of what he's, he's saying <laughs> is you're that- you in an iron bed right now. I don't know, I don't know how he'd feel about you. <laughs> is that, um, are you talking about specifically the money or just that whole- The oh, money. The, the money. money. Yeah. Um, for the money, I would think that it's easy because I, I find myself when I am in a place where I'm making good money, mm-hmm. it's easy for myself to get very comfortable- and not to challenge myself. So it's like, oh, I don't want change. I want yeah. the structure to be there. I always want to be making this much. Mm-hmm. And so there are even things that I, I potentially would do that I would not do normally mm-hmm. just to to, um, to earn on. that yeah. money. And so it's a form of control. Um, I mean, this there, the lot he, he sort of talks about when it even comes to employment too as well, that we'll get a little bit deeper in as we go on. But yeah, in terms of the structure and the need, it it sort of uh, satisfies for for me. Yeah. I do know that, you know, that's that's something, and and it has me thinking about 
There was little edicts that we keep on hearing or we, I, I, we heard growing up from, you know, parents or elders or um, other people who are older who were like, yeah, this is not everything. Money isn't everything. Yeah. Or even the fasting mm-hmm. or, or the reason why, why they fast. Um, and even like the being careful about, you know, using drugs sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like I find myself rediscovering, okay, there can be some, you know, truths to this mm-hmm. to a certain degree. At least for me, I don't know. What do you guys think when you when you hear that statement? Uh, I hear correct, but is it a bad thing? Mm. I guess is my thing. So, like, is I mean, it's like it ties into the base level of Maslow's, you know, or Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm. where monthly salary one once you're done for. If, People that did post-secondary education, once you're done that, like that's kind of your bread and butter. Like that's what you are need. Yeah. If you're an international student, like that's what you need to be able to say, hey, I'm going to contribute to society. So let me, you know, get my papers. Like that's just part of being, like that's what keeps this party going. Like, yeah. Like this society thing. It's, yeah. So is it an addiction? I mean, I guess, sure, because we like we all really want to do it, but it isn't really in the same way as like I wouldn't. It it's an addiction. Like her heroin is yes, cool, but like not in the same way. Is kind of the way I see it. Yeah, I I think I know what you mean. Like the word addiction implies like a negative connotation. There, like it's something that you know you want to do, but shouldn't do too much of, right? And that's where it becomes confusing. But like, perhaps he's onto something there. Like, you know, when he says that, like, yeah, the monthly addiction is, um, maybe maybe like people like peak there, like uh, the, the monthly uh, salary. salary. Like it's like, it, it's now you, you peak there. It's like, now I'm earning this much. And then because of this, I... I don't strive for more. I don't strive for that because the next level is like, ain't nobody paying me monthly anymore. I collect that money whenever I want or right. it's like, you know, but that subtle addiction will stop you from doing that because you like, like he was saying, it's like, now I'm stuck. Now I'm really comfortable with this. When you've been doing something for a really long time, it becomes quite simple and quite rudimentary. Mm-hmm. And then you're, the paychecks keep coming and then it's, I don't, reach any further right yeah. I, I don't want to be free from that like i think anymore. with the income when it's a need yeah i like it doesn't go in that same category for me yeah otherwise you have to also then put like we're addicted to food pair period, period. Not, there is not, a caveat to just carbs yeah but yeah. but then the, <laughs> when the month monthly income re- reaches the want Mm-hmm. level where you get out you get out uh, you get out of, out of university and you'll get a job and you get an income I'm like okay cool that's different mm-hmm. but like uh dt said you get to the place where it's like man i'm doing stuff i don't want to do to just do. to get that cheddar yeah and you are entering that phase of like okay this is the realm of addiction we're talking about that's it, true. It's the way i see it mm-hmm. oh that's that's interesting yeah that's deep yeah, I was going to make a statement to sort of agree with you there that there's a caveat he makes that except to someone who's making minimum wage or who like this yeah. is a necessity. Mm-hmm. Right. So he does 
account for that. Yeah. The next sort of uh, aphorism goes, in your prayer, substitute protect us from evil with protect us from those who improve things for a monthly salary. Now, I saw that one, on your store on your story, and I definitely want like clarification on on that. You're right. So this one kind of it's it kind of hits special to me because as someone who's like currently a wage slave um, and works in me like, too, man. We all are, man. Sure, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, and someone who like sort of works in the industry where this is going to be a very specific example where like social products that we make sometimes as as engineers or designers. Um, uh, can negatively impact the overall well-being. It kind of really takes this takes this seriously as like a little prayer and meditation to even protect me from the worst version of myself, potentially the worst version of myself, um, and to be brave to speak up when when needed. Uh, and so the the way I interpret looking at that is that you have to be careful with being complacent. And so I, I sort of, there's a lot of this stuff I've sort of internalized where I, I know that uh, being a wage slave is not the way to, to wealth yeah, or like salary is not a way to wealth. Or even like contentment, really, you know. It's not a way to contentment. It's not a way to happiness for yeah. me. Um, and I have, I have deeply internalized that at this point mm. in my, after, after reading that, kind of like, yeah. That is that is true. What do you guys think? What, what what do I think about what specifically? So when I say when it says like in your prayers protect us from evil, from those who um, so that that statement because you, you said that you wanted me to clarify yeah on so, that so yeah the like so in, instead of saying protect us from evil you say protect us from people who well, impro- improve things for a monthly salary for monthly salary and yeah. then. Tying that with the issue of complacent, com- being complacent, like we, I think, what was that documentary on Netflix, the social, social dilemma? Yeah, uh, that dilemma where people felt like they were introducing things like you know likes or yeah. things like that to social media, and there were people that that felt like this is going to have a negative impact mm-hmm. on people and kids, and you know. There are people on in the document in the documentary that said, "Hey, I felt this way, but was complacent and didn't say anything." Mm. And uh, I would say yes. Uh, like breaking it down further to that, then yes, I do understand. I do understand that, and can relate to it, because on one in one part, it's like the game is the game. And if you're trying to be profitable, you know, you need just based on the way the system is set up right now, you're trying to be profitable, you need clicks. Yeah. You're trying to be a bumping musician, you kind of need social media, like you need people yeah. to attention, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you're trying to be the number one used app in the world yeah. and have a monopoly on, say, the messaging space or the posting picture space like you need to be a savage yeah. like like michael jordan didn't get to where he was by being nice he was yeah. a dick yeah and like took things way way too seriously and then did that in other parts of his life mm-hmm. so there is that part that i understand of like 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 the business will be the business the man will be 
they are man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then when I think about myself praying, praying that prayer, it's more of like a personal, mm. like, halal, like gave me the strength to be aware and to and the discipline to like withdraw myself from it. What does that mean? Like, you know, removing my identity from likes, you know, being able to go off of soul shows for X amount of time. Uh, the idea of deliver us from these people makes it sound uh, sound like all oh, these people have to go away. Yeah, but but, but I'm yeah. like I don't know how realistic that is because like like I guess it is the same with deliver us from evil. Like evil would just always exist, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like these things will always exist. So I guess give me the grace to be able to live apart from it. Yeah, it's and almost be aware of it. to be free, uh, like a kind of freedom. Like you last week. You made an, a, the example of like pharmaceutical companies and, and things like that, and you know how it is. There actually a pro, like at what point does it stop? Because they're trying to make money forever, and sort of the pho- like logically, if you think about improvement, it's to fix um, a troublesome situation. And then, so what if there is no troublesome situation anymore? That does like they. Because they're addicted to the monthly salary, they, they got to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so they need to create something. So I think it, what it can even do is that it might even, if you do some kind of internal reflection, it might cause you to find problems within yourself that are not actually there. Like you're talking with the whole Instagram likes and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, I need to do more. I need to be better, but be better for who exactly? It's almost like a... You know, a self-eating snake or something like that. This all really ties back into the ego concept I've been, I've been like thinking about where it's, I don't know, it's good and it's useful to have an ego, right? But at the same time, it's what do you, what, what do you have an ego? What's your ego filled with? I guess. So what does it, what does it want? Um, If your ego is like, just like a check to yourself Mm -hmm. and it sort of like helps you to strive to be, you know, let's say the best version of yourself to achieve something you want yeah. to achieve, but like for your ego not to be hurt by the amount of likes you have or yeah. people who are listening to you. I understand ego as it relates to a kind of self-concept, like just, you know, my understanding of who I am. And it's weird because sometimes I feel like your ego can defer from reality. Ego I'm, is defined as a person's sense of self-esteem yeah. or self-importance. So it's this is who I am and that might not be actually who you are, but that doesn't matter because it's, it's almost like a girl that thinks she's pretty, but is not, <laughs> but that exists to protect you so that you don't crumble into a million pieces, I guess. Right. All right. Let's, uh, let's move this trend along. Okay. <laughs> uh, I really like both of you's uh, sort of, breakdown of it the part of the grace so grant myself grace mm-hmm. i think that's a that's a interesting way to put it yeah. I, I would like to be delivered <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, i feel like you're getting two different takes here and it was very practical and i'm more castles in the sky uh, i am i am <laughs> i am actually on the like i don't see deliverance as a yeah. like as a force as much of, of a forceful act as he he sees it sees it, <laughs> sees it as but um yeah uh yeah let's let's move it along you don't become completely free by just avoiding to be a slave you also need to avoid becoming a master 
Yeah. Master-slave dialectic. One cannot You'd, exist without the other. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You don't escape. Say that one more time. You don't become completely free by just avoiding to be a slave. To you also need to avoid master. becoming a master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's what, like disconnect from the matrix or something? <laughs> yeah, like it's a situation yeah. where. I don't want you, you running to me for DNS records every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, but like to put that into an example, it's like, it's like by me, by you saying that, that pushes me to what? Learn how to do, how to do it myself mm-hmm. and become a master. Like, Where's the in between? In that, like, like anal- like in that analogy, in terms of that's the way many things are structured. So, in trying not to be like in trying not to be a slave to say the monthly salary, yeah, you're working hard to what to, to escape become that, right a master kind of your of. own, yeah. Then and typically for some people, sure they can do it by themselves, and then they're si- sipping drinks on on on, on a beach uh, somewhere. But for most <laughs> pe- 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 uh, people, they become bosses of, right? of other of, people. Yeah, you become a like you become a master. <laughs> well, like, so where's the uh, in between? Well, I maybe. think you can you can sort of be a master, but not like a hands on master. Like I don't know, uh, you you. I think you can become a master without having multiple people run to you to solve their problems. You can be extremely okay, good. So is at that what, what that means then? I'm not going to say that's what that means, right? Because yeah. <laughs> because master for uh for me is like like you're either, like it's in the broad sense of it. I'm like, how do you escape that? Because the moment. It's like knowing versus not not knowing. It's like the apple in the garden of E then of knowledge where it's like, oh man, like like these people don't have information. And yeah. so, you know, they're slaves to this. And then the moment you get the information and now you have that knowledge, now you're a master of that knowledge. And you can be a te- teacher of yeah. other people who are slaves and then you teach them and that knowledge mm-hmm. makes them at, like... I, like, I, I am lost on that in-between place unless you'll then say it's about being hands-on, mm. in which case, yes, if you feel like, hey, I am a slave in terms of I am working under someone, I'm working for someone's dreams, I would like to get to a place where mm-hmm. where I am not my supervisor, but I'm the hands-off guy who no one even knows exists, but all of this labor is being done for I so, think, so in that sense, I guess you know your your, your hands off. You're not a, a master, but your income is also coming from a bunch of people's labor. Yes, technically. So, I think it's um, <laughs> I think once again, Yanu's being too practical. <laughs> yeah, no, I, like, it, it, it's, yeah. It's like that's how I understand it. So mm-hmm. please explain it in a way that I mean, the, the title of the book is philosophical and practical efforts, and so yeah, I, no, 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 like in. in such a way you can try to like Yanu is saying you can try to be like um you can you can be free of the master slave tags if it's like I I own this thing but in, I in no way micromanage the people or or something like that so maybe it's like if if you're trying to think about it politically he's trying to come to some kind of like um 
where everybody owns the company or, or, or something like that. Maybe that's how you can be practical with it. But I don't know the means in which you can transcend. I think maybe he's just trying to, it's like trying to get rid of the labels altogether. It's like, uh, what happens if um, I'm working at McDonald's and my goal is to be the boss of McDonald's? In some way, it seems like you were never free. Like it's even if you imagine it practically, you can't even see the freedom there. You're still some kind of, you you know, maybe you you earn a little bit more money now, but you never really, you never really left. You know, so I think you, maybe you shouldn't be trying to be a master of people, but maybe it's more of trying to be uh, achieving a kind of personal mastery that. Mm. Um, you know, so maybe I'm the boss, but it doesn't feel that way. And you don't understand it that way. It's all about your approach, right? Yeah, just continuing on the lines of that, I agree, mm-hmm. where maybe it's personal mastery to the point of your scholarship of what you've decided to do. Mm-hmm. You gain personal mastery in that, but not due to the need of wanting to be a master, mm-hmm. maybe. At least over people anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wanted to be a master over people. Yeah. You want to gain mastery. Yes. You want to maybe become a scholar, but mm. not as a, well, I want to be the person who mm. everyone listens to maybe. Yeah. A simplistic ball down of it that I'm thinking about right now is the, if I feel, if I'm working at Timmy's for, for, uh, for example, and feel like a slave because I'm being treated X, Y, Z. When I get to the position my supervisor is, still don't treat the people under me in that way. Like I think Mm. is is another way to break it down where where, where it's like, what was making you feel like a slave? When you get into that position, don't do that to the people under you. So if as a student, you felt like you were just, or as a, intern you felt like you were just being worked to the bone you didn't have your holidays being respected or your family time being respected you were like yo they're treating me like a slave yeah then it's like i am trying to get into a position so that i can treat interns better yeah so that i don't like because as a slave you have a like an idea of what the master is yeah so your, so you can get to the same place this quote unquote master is, but if you're not, like you just don't want people to I guess see you in that perspective. Like, I I think he's saying that that's not even the master. Like being the being the supervisor, like you you haven't even made it yet. The real people that are free aren't even really there, at least in some sort of hands on way. Right, right. But you it's know. still like 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 steps, like like as someone as. The, the listener you're mm. like like you 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 compare it to your immediate situation right like yeah. you have to, to to kind of live in this like not everyone is going to be bezos like and yeah. if you live your life thinking as if you're him like that's that's silly like yeah you could take steps to get why do you that think place. that though that's interesting that like not everybody can you know can get. I mean, not everybody's going to be Bezos. Well, but it's your can thing. Some sort of that's your smaller set, version right? of, yeah. of like. Well, then we're saying the same same thing. Then because yeah. not everyone can be Bezos is is 
in line with what you are your set of like well if there if everyone is masters there are no slaves, slaves and yeah. then if you say well everyone can be a smaller version uh, uh of him well mm-hmm. that's how the guy who owns his own mcdonald's feels he feels like in his own right from where yeah. he came from the fact that he's now here being the manager of this uh mcdonald's mm-hmm. he's his own bezos and you can be like no you're not man and like well actually like yeah i'm in this place i'm curious so if taleb if- is criticizing the whole like sort of like why the hell does everybody feel like they got to work for somebody anyways kind of thing i, I think mm. maybe you know like i feel like it's weird because i feel like yanu can't, it's like i feel like you can't get out of the matrix <laughs> i feel like it's like um, it, like it's almost like the logic that I use to understand how this whole thing works mm-hmm. is implicit within this game, right? And if, so if you're talking about stepping outside the game, then it ceases to make because I can't even picture what that would even look like. Yeah. You know, like it's like if nobody, if there was no slaves, right? And but it was just a bunch of masters. I, right? I don't know. There's, there's a next quote which is still in the same theme that might right. help clarify on this. Sure. So you exist if and only if you are free to do things without a visible objective, yeah. with no justification, and above all, outside the dictatorship of someone else's narrative. Okay, so yeah. so that's my thing is that I am, my being practical mm-hmm. is, again, explaining shit based on the, the, like, the space and time we are in. Mm-hmm. So yes, it is through a Western context. Yeah. But absolutely, there are people who, are who live where I come from and they control their own food. They grow their own plants, mm-hmm. their own crops. They feed their little communities. There's a back and forth like people, you know, I grow corn so that I can come up with some money to pay for the eggs your chicken, you know, uh, give. And like mm-hmm. that's a situation where... yeah. We're not doing master slave. Mm-hmm. Everyone is kind of just doing their thing. And if you you all of a sudden they decide I don't want to do anything, but there are other people who are far uh, uh farming. But hey, you need to figure out how yeah. you're going to feed your yourself. yourself. Maybe then you need to plug into the matrix, yeah, and whatever. But I like I'm not saying I don't think there exists life outside the matrix, mm-hmm. but. And like what that uh, second quote was yeah. is exactly that where you don't feel like you're not answering to someone, you're doing things because you want to. And I right. feel myself like if I live on like a little farm so- uh, somewhere, I'm not growing yeah. crop because the man told me to know. Like it's just like, like I want to feed, so I'm yeah. growing things. But also like if I wake up a little bit later, mm-hmm. That's on me, and if I beat up my myself for waking up late, it isn't because I'm somehow controlled by the man. It's yeah. because like I want to be disciplined enough mm-hmm. to put food on my table. Like, like so I like to answer you. I do think there is life yeah. outside the matrix. I just have the conversation in a practical way mm-hmm. because but that's people the do world it now. Like people like sit down on their couch and, you know, sell apps or whatever, or they write mm-hmm. books or, you know, they, you know, they, um, even like here, when it's been like, okay, I want to be a podcaster. And then I get up in the morning and I record for an hour. 
then I put it out there and then some entity pays me for the work or based on the streams or whatever like that. So I'm in, in essence, like there are people living lives right now where they're essentially self-motivated and self-directed as opposed to, because it's hard to imagine that people wake up one morning and be like, my dream is to like sell shit that I didn't make mm -hmm. and take only a little, you know, like <laughs> it all seems that, I mean, like, it's hard to, you know, people can say like, it's my passion. I was born to be a salesman, right? It's hard to imagine that like that person is actually free, right? It's like, I'm sure if you look hard enough, there's something else that you feel like you'd be great at. Right? Yeah, but isn't, but I mean. I mean, you're saying that I like, like, yeah, go ahead and try to make apps for money. You're not going to make a lot of money that way. But he's saying that maybe that's the cultural mindset that makes people like, you know, feel like not even try. Right. No, but that's not what I'm saying because mm -hmm. I think you can try to make apps. Like I think you can make apps for money. You can make apps for Google. Yeah. And someone like you would say like, oh, but think deep. Like, isn't there something else you'd rather be doing mm -hmm. than going to Microsoft every day? Yeah. And for some people, no, like they love it. Like it's yeah. actually like some, like some people aren't entrepreneur minded they mm. hate to have to like mm -hmm. come up with a concept and like market yeah they actually just want to work on super slick shit like they want someone to draw out the uh, map like where then, we, we we going yeah it's the same it's the same way there are people who don't want the promotion they're like oh no no i don't want More to be work. known i don't want yeah want, like i don't want to be More the responsibility yeah, the face of the marketing whatever there's always people like i'm that. just cool yeah. in this bag yeah so mm -hmm. i don't like, but then such people also turn around and be like, oh, fuck, I got to go to work and, you know, like, you know, and work for this asshole and that asshole. And I don't want to do this. And I don't want to. At some point, it's maybe. Gonna, they're going to be forced to do or something that not. they don't want to do. I think yeah. may, I, I think yeah. in, maybe I see it differently because of my field. Mm -hmm. But there are people who work who don't work in a job for longer than four years as a mm -hmm. developer when that like, like right now, one I'm thinking about, uh, his wife is a teacher and is going to a work. So he's at home with their kids, yeah. just making stuff on, on contract. Once he's in a, di a different place, he'll go work for whatever, but he's happiest there. Yeah. Like, well, don't you want to just sip on stuff in like Hawaii? And be like, no, like I'll feel purposeless. Like, yeah. like, like for a week or two, maybe, mm. but then. I want to build some cool shit. Like, so like, I think you can't define mm -hmm. purpose or whatever that it is one way because like, like it's different for different yeah. people. What do you think DT? Uh, so I recently I have been longing for some sort of freedom mm -hmm. in the sense of, you know, fast car and an open road. That's sort of like mm -hmm. symbolism of, of what freedom. That's a beautiful image. And <laughs> so listening to, to what Taleb says here, mostly for it, for me, it boils down to, and just like my personality and knowing like where I want to go, I've been in tech for how long now? And I've gotten to the point where I realize what I want to do is really just build products mm -hmm. and build products that are good and great and solve problems mm -hmm. that um, that solve pain points and problems for, for other people. Mm -hmm. And that that is probably a better, more fulfilling path for me mm -hmm. than working for someone. And so I, I see myself working for like someone for like, let's say the next maybe one, 
two years because I have to maybe for um, you know certain reasons of like immigration and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But my my true sort of calling or passion right now is in the area of sort of building or not having to answer to to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of where, where I'm going. And so when, when I read this, I, I internalize it in the, in the sense of, yes, I want to be, I don't want to have to answer to, to anyone. Yeah. I, I get it. (laughs) And a lot of people feel that way too. But to Yanu's point, a lot of people don't. I think when, like, I think, it's hard for like it was hard for me to understand it in that way, but I th- like you are right. What what I was arguing is what you are said, and I think maybe I hiccuped up, I hiccuped somewhere there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for those people who are able to just dip in and out of jobs and then deal with their own thing and come up with solutions for stuff, like I would classify those people in the same bucket of. They're doing that because they don't want to have to answer to yeah anyone. Like they 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 don't see taking a job job as oh man like like I need to come be a cog in this machine. They yeah. they see it as I'm hype. Mm-hmm. I like what you are doing. I'll come help and join. And, and in four yeah. years, if I feel like impacting a different Industry. field, yeah. then I will move. And those uh, yeah. that mindset is very different from. Please hire me. Please hire me. Next mm-hmm. stop, please hire me. Just yeah. trying to rise through the ranks. Like it's a very different mi- That's mindset. That's true. So you are right. Mm. I mean, like the, the tech field also is a very unique profession. I know it's quite varied and, you know, there's different things that people do, you know, and it's like, um, I don't even know if I even have the capital <laughs> to even come in and know very much. Right. But it is a very, because you, you end up with a set of skills if you're a developer or something like that. And it, mm. it makes you very... Mobile, very nomadic. You can work here, you can work here. And, yeah. you know, so, and that's that's something that's available to people in that profession. I don't know, maybe in the future, everybody will be doing that. Maybe it'll right. be stupid to do anything else, right? Computers can advertise and, you know, <laughs> do, do most, of, most of it. So you just need people to develop and that's what right. everybody does, which means that everybody can, you know, go wherever because there's always somebody that needs you. Maybe mm-hmm. that's fantasy, I don't know. <laughs> but- Maybe I, I worry about maybe people in other professions that, you know, fuck it. I've been a banker for 20 years. Mm. How the hell am I going to like open my own bank? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like what the hell am I actually going to do? I like to paint. What am I going to do? Be a painter and sell my paintings online. I have four kids. Like, you know, like, <laughs> right, right. So right. It, maybe it's harder for people that don't have that flexibility, but, that but true. would very much like, fuck, I don't like having somebody to tell me to come in when, what time and when I don't want to come in, I still have to, like I'm still giving up a part of who I am to, to be there. Cause I am addicted to the money. Right. I think if you read this stuff as a kid, mm. then you can kind of, kind of have a game plan before entering this game. Yeah. But if you're reading this, like now, it's like in COD, <laughs> like if you get, the like the notification that you'll get 200 XP if you'll get you know 13 kills and only two are deaths mm-hmm. and you're like well if I knew that at the beginning of the game yeah. I would have played it different way yeah but, <laughs> but like I already have six deaths and like two kills so it's a wrap 
like where it's that way where if you're reading this and you're like finishing school, you're like, okay, you know what? This is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Then you move differently. The kind yeah. of field you're going to is different kind of this. But if you're you a mom- Give yourself mom, some wiggle room. Yeah. Right? yeah. But if you're a mom of two mm-hmm. who likes to paint and is amazing at it, but is a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really love yeah. being a nurse, but it pays freaking well. Yeah. Then you're getting the notification in the middle of the game. Yeah. Like, well, great, but mm-hmm. what am I going to, to do? Like, how do I leave my kids? Get free. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, so then you'll, you know, yeah. you'll live through your kids. <laughs> you yeah, man. I mean, there was, them. I think there was a story Sword about a, one of my philosophy pros back in the day said that there was a lawyer or something that, you know, he had a family, he had kids, and then he just dipped one day and started painting pictures of hula dancers in yeah. Tahiti. Mm-hmm. He just dipped and did that. No phone call, no nothing. He just yeah. went and he spent the rest of his days there. That's kind of how you have to yeah, do it. Because right? if you, because there's no, it's not rational. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Like if you start <laughs> thinking about, oh, okay, this might be the best thing for me, but I brought humans to the world and I'm yeah. responsible for it. Like, like if you know, you think about, Oh, all is the vows I made to my wife. And mm-hmm. like, if you, if, if you think about it rational, you're going to, you won't no. yeah. leave. Yeah. So like you'll never, the only leave. Way you'll never get to do that. So to, to do it is almost yeah. like, you know what? I'm, I'm hitting restart and I yeah. don't care about who's in my party. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm quitting this game and re-entering the room <laughs> by myself before happy That's hour. That's a good analogy. <laughs> don't care. We've been rolling together yeah. for the last six no. hours. Like I'm out. I'm like, out. I'm out <laughs> I, this is so interesting because I have gone to various like entrepreneurship meetups mm-hmm. and I would see people in their forties and fifties who are just trying to do this right now where they're like, you know, there's no, there's no other, there's nothing like a best time mm-hmm. to, to realize this and to sort of make a plan to escape. Yeah. And, I don't know if you can. You, you if you can, try, like if you if you can, there's levels right? to it. So Some you, people, you're, I'm gonna argue, cannot. Right. I'll say they they. Well, I think it's it gonna depends. Be, yeah, on like to be fair to you, I'm thinking more so like big time stuff that yeah. like you find out in forty is too late. It's mm-hmm. like telling minors to uh, minors, like call my uh, minors to learn how to use to code now. Use and code, like, yeah work from home making apps it's like come on you know what i mean yeah but you are right there's levels of quote unquote unquote freedom that can be achieved where even if you find out at 40 Mm. you can start you know say educating yourself on the stock market yeah but like there are levels to it maybe the uh, for, for for sure maybe the problem is um like a lot of people, because like society is set up in such a way that like it's like a lot of people feel like they can't because some elite is telling you that you can't or mm-hmm. that it's going to be really hard. Well, it is going to it be is. hard. It is. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, like ever, ever started something new yeah. when you used to be hype at something, like it's always bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, But maybe there is, it needs to be some kind of encouragement. Like I... I, I don't. I'm not even sure at what level it has to happen for like, you, like in school. Or there is now more than maybe in ever. every job. There should be a seminar that's like anybody here trying to leave. I wouldn't like, do that. <laughs> if I had a company, I wouldn't. You that, wouldn't, that you wouldn't empower whole, your people to chase their dreams. 
but <laughs> but that isn't how it's packaged. Yeah. It's packaged as, hey, we are empowering you to live your, your dreams life, yeah. by you. giving you opportunities mm-hmm. to grow in this company. Yeah. Like it's a very, it isn't like, hey, we are empowering you to leave. Like, <laughs> oh, in this company, every employee only stays here two years because in two years they can leave. No, like that, that that's not how... And in a sense, again, it, like if you think for, for for most people too, their company is serving some good. Yeah. So let so let's say post this podcast, right? I start working on my thing, mm. and then I decide, you know what? I want to be free. I don't want to be a master of slaves. Mm. What's a solution I can think about? And then mm. I decide, you know, I want to make this right. the, this web solution. Yeah. And I create this company. Well. I want to hit this goal. Like I want mm. to bring this solution to the world. So like, I like, like I, like I need people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need numbers, but like if I'm just half-assing this solution, but also like run, run in like beyond boss camps yeah. for my employees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not focused. Like I'm not like sure we may have now a hundred more mm-hmm. whatever, but it's like, like there is a give and take. Mm-hmm. That's why ultimately it's on the person. It's I wish I had a freaking delightful word for this, but it's like personal. Like you have personal ownership, agency. Yes. Yeah. So as a boss, you are thinking about you know this. This is the goal. This is the solution. You get people on board that can help. That can help you, and say as a employee, as a worker, as a whatever. You have to like you. You'll think for yourself. Granted, there are bosses, you know, who don't take the big pay raise and make sure you know all their employees are making over a certain amount of money. Like, like there are good ways, yeah, to be a boss. But if you looked at that guy and said, "You're not doing enough. Like, you need to be training these people to leave." Yeah, it's like, well, I, no, that was. It, it, it's not practical yeah. <laughs> because it's like if, if like when you have a company, like you're, you, you have some kind of motivation, right. <laughs> yeah. To do something. So right. incentivizing your, your, you know, people to, to abandon ship. <laughs> it's like a captain being like, I know you all want to have your own boat. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here, take a piece of this boat. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the whole thing about making your employees feel like they have a stake in the, in the That's game. Right? One, right. Right. It's all about, you know, giving them shares in the company. Yeah. There was a Seattle CEO that made sure his, that's the guy when COVID hit, right? I don't know. It was when COVID hit or was even pre COVID, mm-hmm. but he made sure all his, all his employees were making over a certain amount. He took like millions of dollars and, and cut mm-hmm. to yeah. his pay. Yeah. Um, there's some debate on what really happened. And because there was some news and if he, it was like some layoffs before then, but regardless, the stats coming out from the company are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Where like home ownership has skyrocketed, first time a home yeah. ownership within the company has skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah. there are um, sort of people forming families for the first time. Yeah, uh, people are staying together. Um, it's it's all great. It's mm-hmm. I think it's a credit card processing company named Gravity. But yeah, I mean, there, there are a bunch more aphorisms. Three, I'm just going to do around the theme of employment and freedom. I'm just going to yeah. rapid fire through. So there is no intermediate state between ice and water, but there's one between life and death, employment. 
Procrastination is the soul rebelling against <laughs> entrapment. The way that you read that too, like stylistically, like <laughs> procrastination is the soul rebelling against entrapment. Those who don't think that employment is not systemic slavery are either blind or employed. I read that last one one again. Those who don't think that employment is sorry, systemic is not systemic slavery are either blind or employed. Right. I agree with okay, oh. so first one was the life life death one. Yeah. Which is yeah. In that based on that quote, he doesn't see employment as living. Where if you are No, you're in the middle. You're you're living and dead at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, like yep, yeah, right. Like you're you're just headed towards death, but you're not living. Yeah. Is the is the term for employment, and I would say there are many people who there 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 are many people who get that. There are many people who don't care. Mm. And I would say f- same thing for the last point, which was what was the last one again? Those who don't think that employment is not systemic slavery are either blind or employed. Right. Yeah. And there may be people who you're like, oh, like employment is systemic slavery. We're yeah. all just working for this. But like, yeah, I know. See you at work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like well, see you. Yeah. You're telling me this quote, I'm going to see you on Monday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We all show up the, on, you know, after the weekend, after we shit talk our jobs. Um, I think, like, I think that's a, a life. I think he is right. If you don't see it that way, then you are either, like you're you're like you're you're either too close to it, which he describes as like employed, yeah. Like you're just in it, like you don't even see it, mm-hmm. or you're blind to it, which like to me makes um uh, makes uh, makes sense. I like I think um, yeah. I mean, like if you spend a lot of your time like working for something to achieve somebody else's goals, mm-hmm. right? Like on some level, like. I don't know if like this is the, the, he relies on the on the master slave thing so much. <laughs> um, well, I was going to, to say about the that CEO you talked about. There are people that will say he's doing all these nice things, but he's still a master. Yeah, in the master slave equation, mm. and there are people who have shitty who. Like who actually bosses and then became maybe someone like him who would say, actually, I don't feel like I fit in that master slave yeah. situation because my title might be bigger, mm. but I am clearly empowering. Like I'm not tr- treating these people as slaves, mm. as maybe I was treated when I was a junior worker. Yeah, Like these are, I don't know what the word would be for it, but like I, I, I can see how people can see that frame as still working in the slave master thing. And I can see how people can also see it as actually, no, this isn't what I mean when I say like where you might ask the, uh, the, 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 the author what he thinks about this situation. And he might say like, I don't see that as being a slave mm-hmm. ma- master relationship because like, that's not what's mm-hmm. like typical. I mean, like we can, like before I address like, the uh, what I feel like perhaps Taleb's intent is behind this, like um, like imagine a thought experiment where 
some sort of life form came to earth, right? And then they, they observe people going to work and doing things, right? And then he now goes like, wait a minute, this dude wants to be rich, right? He says, I can't get there by myself. So I'm going to get all these other stupid people to help me get rich and then give them just a little bit so they, they can eat, you know? And then, you know, you can take a break, you know, for two weeks out of the year, do some things that you like, but still come back and help me be rich. I wonder if the alien or, you know, outside entity would be like, wow, that seems like a really, really stupid idea. And then leave earth, <laughs> you know? And it's like, then how, why do the people keep coming back? He's like, well, the, They've been fed some sort of false delusion that they need to continue to help people get rich so that, you know, to give them the means to survive. And then their means for survival is very much tied into their identity. And it's this big dream. And, it, you know, everybody is eating it. Everybody's asleep and everybody just keeps doing it. I wonder from an outside perspective if he would be like, wow, y'all are stupid. That seems like, <laughs> like, like his, yeah, his tone. Yeah. And I think it's just different kind of Brandon. So maybe he's just- It's just a a different type of marketing. Because those exact same things can Mm. be branded differently to Mm -hmm. say that uh, that alien, where it's like, what's happening here? Mm -hmm. It's like, these are a bunch of people with different goals, Mm -hmm. finding a ways, like finding ways to get there. there, So yes, this guy who washes cars at a a car wash, His goal isn't to have the big, the biggest car wash in the country, but he's trying to have, say, you, 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 you know, two kids and a blah blah blah. Yeah. So he is using this person mm. to get his goal. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, this seems like a bunch of people who are, you know, and there are also people whose goals are aligned. Like, if my goal is to make say the world a safer place for underage girls in third world countries mm. i don't have to start my own charity yeah. i could be a part yeah. of a charity that is doing that like i yeah. can be plugged in for many people who will work in tech obviously it's for the the, the money <clears throat> the money but there are also people who join certain companies because they believe in the mission, uh, the, I, like, like they, they, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like if you're working for a signal, which is this more secure alternative app to WhatsApp and things like that, like it doesn't mean you're, you know, selling out or whatever. Like yeah. you really, truly might want to be here. Believe in yeah. like, no, I feel like I don't want my information to be leaked, so I will help. Yeah, you know, this kind of company to to do so. So it isn't necessarily always like. I'm this and I grabbed a bunch of stupid people. It's like, <laughs> I, like I grabbed a bunch of smart people who have the same interests. And yes, because maybe I won the patent first or I did this mm-hmm. first, I get to be, I get the, to be uh, the guy. Yeah, the guy. But mm. I don't see this as like a... Yeah. Like, la, 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 it like, doesn't have to be that negative. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, but it, it can be perhaps. That what would be my counter if he, like, if, if you're that, right that was, about his yeah. view. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be my counter. Or maybe he's just a guy that's desperately just trying to save a couple people. And maybe through his words and through that kind of philosophical tone, he can have some people who otherwise wouldn't pursue that kind of elated freedom. True. Um, give them that push to do it. Yeah. Right. 
So there are people who this is. It's just like when you see cheesy quotes on like Instagram, mm-hmm. they touch somebody, and you're like, yeah, huh? yeah, like yeah. There are people who, who <laughs> do need. That's how you react to inspirational that. quotes on Instagram. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, be, because it's just like some and, of them are cringy. And there are things that I like, ups- I'm like, holy cow, that was yeah. deep. And Juliana's like, oh, I heard this all the yeah. time growing yeah. up. So I like that for you, that deep, but also, yeah. like, I think for sure there are, like, I'm not discounting the people who, mm. even if he felt that way, who do feel the exact same way. Yeah. 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 His, <laughs> his uh, rhetoric style is definitely one to, it's different. Uh, I would recommend probably watching a few lectures of his yeah. online. He does uh, he does quite a few talks yeah. um, to understand his kind of rhetoric style. But I see where you guys are coming from. Okay, so let's do a few more of these. These are fun. <laughs> <laughs> if your anger decreases with time, you did injustice. If it increases, you suffered injustice. Can you say it again? If your anger decreases with time, you did injustice. If it increases, you suffered injustice. If your anger decreases with time, you've done injustice. If it increases, you suffered okay. injustice. If your anger increases in time, you suffer. So if over, like, you feel the, you feel an emotion, an mm-hmm. angry emotion, and you're like, okay, I'm going to step away from this. And if over time- You're still angry. You're still angry. Yeah. That means you suffered injustice. Mm-hmm. And if it decreases over time, that means you did injustice to someone. That's hilarious to apply to relationships. <laughs> 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 Anytime you are fight, take a step out. And the person who was angrier the longest was actually right. That was the person the that person yeah, who got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> should apologize. That's lucky how it happens. Oh my it's God. like the whoever is first to to apologize is was the first one to get to that place. Yeah. Of yeah. like it ain't that deep. Yeah, man. like I'm sorry. Yeah. It's usually the, person, the person that said who, the who, worst who, who, shit. Who, who, the like, who, like he's holding on to it more is the person who like needs you to apologize yeah. and feels like they're the real Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. I, that's I I don't know if there's anything to to argue with there. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I, I can see. And what if you're just stoic? That. What if you're just somebody that accepts that, you know, shitty things happen to you? So you you, you don't really get angry that much. Does that mean that you're constantly <laughs> performing injustice to, to other people? And, hmm. Yeah, as someone who is a stoic and doesn't care. Yeah. You're like, being a dick. You're a, <laughs> you're a dick. Stoics are just well-polished dicks. Well-polished indifference. <laughs> In my relationships, I found myself reaching out to people, even though I feel that I have been the one who has been wronged. Mm-hmm. Um, and just so that the person, I don't know, to save face. So I don't know if this is always true or maybe my but, ego is too big for me to admit that I have done wrong. But that's the thing is that he would say the fact that you even got there first. Because there are things that happen to you that you're like, I would never apologize for. Mm-hmm. Right? So the fact that you even- So I'm not apologizing. Had, I, I, had I, don't, I, don't, I don't see myself apologizing. It's just reaching out. Yeah, yeah. But by the fact that you feel the bandwidth after being going through a- if whatever to rate to reach out, he would say, 
pretty much if you blink first, you'll lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, and that's so it, it, don't it, back it, down. Is that, <laughs> that I don't feel like, like I, I I don't want to argue it because I feel like that there's spaces where that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. like I feel like we can come up with a hundred and one yeah, ways in which like yeah. is wrong. But I don't generalize that uh, that statement, and I feel like it's in, in the context way, 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 which I understand his work. So, be I can see how that makes sense. It's like like if you talk to people who've been in relationships really for a really long time, like old couples, they're always some couples, anyways. Especially the way it's presented to us in pop culture, they'll be like, um, like it's always a competition of who's right or who's wrong, right? And then you will learn that over time, that's the way that they're relationship is is matured so it's like there's this need to be right or somebody that is right the most you know like somehow has some kind of lordship over the other person which is weird for younger people looking at those relationships because we'll go like why don't y'all just get over it or talk it out or obviously you know there's been some kind of miscommunication here but perhaps that's what it is it's like being the person that has to admit wrong means that you are always at fault, right? So in a means of remedying that, it means you, you, you want to be the person that is always right. I don't know if that landed exactly yeah. the way you wanted it, 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 it to, but I understand what you are saying in terms of, and I, and I don't know if he meant that this in yeah. a relationship. Well, probably not. Sad, <laughs> but I do understand why you're saying that. Cause also, like there, there are also the old couples who, yeah. who, they're thin with like they're wrong or right, and it's like someone is always right. Yeah, it's like oh, but how do you guys deal with stuff? Like, oh, my wife's always right, always right. And guess what? We never have to argue about that. Yeah, <laughs> she's always right, or my husband's always right. And guess what? We never have to argue about that because like he just takes so like, like yeah. There are there are people who who just like yeah like. Rage, but that means like, that that yeah that uh because like oh it's clearly it's super important yeah our relationships are mm-hmm. seem to be based around this all who's right right mm-hmm. so fuck it you know what when it comes to this area maybe it's like finances and house and whatever mm-hmm. you're right you're right when it comes to this area i'm right yeah screw it that's done but in Power a way right. the man is like he's almost being a martyr in some sense being like this is it's you know she's like by saying she's always right it's like yeah um, like you know, woe is me. Well, like, it goes both <laughs> ways too, yeah. too, right? Yeah, like it's a woman being, being like, when it comes to like X, Y, Z, I just have to take the L on this. He's right? always right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And when they're all older too, they they don't say it with like disdain of like quiet yeah. like, ah, like this coffee said it's like, oh, you know, like we. Uh, she wanted to stay in. I wanted to go out, so we compromised and stayed in. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, like yeah. it's that way where it's out like when it comes to certain things. Some people are just like, you know what? Out of this, I, I don't. I feel like at this point, from when you first said the uh, quote, we we probably super oversimplified what he no, meant. No, no, no. But it is how we understand. It's helped me understand it because when I think about, you know, like the relationship between like black Americans and white Americans, Mm -hmm. maybe the fact that a lot of people are always telling 
people that have been severely oppressed mm-hmm. to get over it yeah. is the fact that they are in fact the one guilty, right? So if you think about indigenous people and you know um, Western colonizers and stuff like that, you know they're always the ones that are saying that the, the pain persists, right? Indigenous people are still angry. Black people are still angry, mm-hmm. right? That means that they were the ones that got dicked, right? It's always the other side that's always like, well, y'all should get over it already. Or is it was a really long time ago. It wasn't us, but after all. Can you read the uh, quote one, one more time again? If your anger decreases with time, you did injustice. If it increases, you suffered injustice. Right. Oh, so as, no, 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 no. Crap. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it makes sense. If, yeah. it, if it increases with time, and injustice was done to you, mm-hmm. right? Indigenous. Yeah, okay, and black there people. we go. Yeah. And if it, de- you're like, <laughs> but, <laughs> that's like shit. <laughs> but if yeah, it decreases it with time, which you're saying, people have been like, yeah. Hey, man, that was messed up for all yeah. of us. It's mm-hmm. okay. Get over it. It's get over it. Yeah. yeah. So it does fit the frame. Right. The framework. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was very You're much like, like, ah, crap! Yeah. Did I forget it? But <laughs> it's a it's a complicated kind of thing, but right? It, but it's so true. Like, holy shit. <laughs> okay here's a here's a interesting one those who think religion is about belief don't understand religion and don't understand belief this one hits or it's kind of special f- for me because i don't know i don't i don't think i understand religion per se at least i'm trying to do a better job at at understanding it mm-hmm. but the best summary or primary half of it right now is that there are like shorthand behaviors which are codified in mythology that can serve a purpose more than more than not. That's the most special way I've ever heard someone describe religion. Religion, like it's very. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you use codified and mythology. You no, know, I'm gonna pull up your notes so I can <laughs> read it for myself. Say that one more time. Um. Codified in mythology that can serve a purpose more often than not. Right. Shorthands to behavior that are codified in mythology. <laughs> so pretty much just like a lot of truisms or like, you know, obvious yeah, I'm not, ways I'm not, I'm not minimizing the importance Nobody's of having saying that. you are. Right. But, but I, you kind of did here. <laughs> no, I think... What's, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think what he, he did, and I like it because... Yeah. I think, and I'm not going to be arguing this point because I don't argue religion, but I do like you ha- finding a definition for for yourself because it is it has to make sense to you, especially when we grew up the way we did. Mm-hmm. Like you reach a point where that term, whether or not you're with it or against it, that term has to make sense to you. And that definition you you just gave, I actually understand it on second read. Yeah. Uh, and it does sound like, a, it sounds representative of yeah. discussions we've had in terms of how it's certain things have been uh, described. I mean, like it, it's, it's like an ethic, right? And it's weird because I don't think I've ever actually come to terms with religion like that. It's it's just sure, it's like a, it's a manuscript of how to act. Um, 
that might be a slight, you know, reduction of things because there's also, you know, um, you know, many religions, if you consider like Eastern religions and stuff like that, it's also served. It's not just, it doesn't just tell you how to behave in certain situations. There's also much of it is about how to, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, I feel like a lot of religion is also serves as, um, crap. It's not, it's not forming in my mind right now, but I, I, the at least the way I understand religion, it's, it's about how to cope with the world um, in such a way as to explain explain injustice or to explain the emergent nature of life in a way it's for whatever for better or for worse I think it's more than just a guidebook on how to behave right what was the uh, tie between his quote and your definition what do you mean by what was the tie like did the quote re- resonate something with like obviously the quote made you think about religion did you then come up with this the definition or did you have it before and if so like like how did that quote affect your thoughts on religion on the topic well i came up with this after when i was thinking about what to say about this mm-hmm. and just through my own personal evolution this past year, I also in his book, there is a lot of talk about the profound and the sacred. Mm -hmm. And he does really believe there, there are some things which are sacred. And so per se, my, my thoughts on this are just, I think a stream of consciousness that has been brewing over the past few months mm-hmm. on having a better understanding of what it is, um, at least the religion I grew up in specifically. And so, yeah, there's not that much, I don't know, like in terms of what you're looking for, in terms of like if there was a bridge, but it's just like, I hear that. I just culminate all my years of, my years of like just being religious or following a religion rather. And, you know, my years of being out of it and like, what are your thoughts at this very moment? And I go like, well, this is, this are my thoughts. Yeah. I I mean, like, I mean to say, yeah, I mean, it, it, it works. Right. But you know, sometimes it, it does, it does a lot to tell you to answer some existential questions that people have. And I feel like when I consider why am I here, a lot of that, like simply telling me what to do doesn't solve that. I don't think it has to to be a like, like Mm -hmm. a definition that hits everything. Mm -hmm. Because even if you Google the definition of religion, you'll find people that are like, oh, it's more than that. That doesn't work. Because it's Mm -hmm. this, like that's why it's like, it's not something you argue. It's something that I like, hearing about mm-hmm. because it's very much like you all said, it's impacted by you. You heard the quote and then you thought about your experiences and then came up with that. Oh, I'd like to also add that 
this this mostly happened to when I changed my question. I've, I've recently changed my question from why am I here to what am I going to do now that I am here? Right. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that has that had a little bit of a profound change in sort of a lot of how I view a lot of things in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. I, when I hear that, it sounds like it's like you're having an identity crisis. <laughs> I mean, like, because like we did a podcast about identity and Heidegger talks a lot about how like, okay, you exist now. So what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. And then that initial thrust is what builds your self-concept builds who you are. So maybe religion serves as a bunch of people trying to figure out essentially that question that you asked, right? Yeah, it definitely is a vehicle for Mm -hmm. identity. For that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So there there are a bunch more. Should we keep going? Uh, 80 minutes in. 80 minutes in? Well... I think we got time for one more. One more? Yeah. It's the last episode, so <laughs> we're coming back. <laughs> or are we? Oh. <laughs> we're better. Well, there were there are a lot I, I haven't gotten to, but the one I will there are two I will I'll go through really quick. Friendship that ends was never one. There was at least one soccer in it. Say that one again. Friendship that ends was never one. There was never there was at least one sucker in it. One more time. <laughs> friendship, friendship that ends was never one. There was at least one sucker in it. It was never one. A friendship that ends was never a friendship. Oh, it was never one. I thought yeah. one as in a W. W. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. It was never a friendship. Yeah. yeah. Um and the last one mm. is the book is the only medium left that has not been corrupted by the profane. Everything else on your eyelids is manipulated. Or everything else on your eyelids manipulates you with an ad. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with either of them, but yeah. I mean, like we don't, we, <laughs> we don't, we don't have the time to try to, I don't even think we have the capital. No, it, well, I don't, feel like I agree, but it's my opinion. So I, like, I'm not, which is why I, I don't feel like I agree. I, like I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm yeah. just saying like where the first one with friendship, I can see situations where friendships are real. Yeah. Something grotesque happens that takes that away. Uh, and you can say, you know, that's because it was someone's fault. And I guess that person was a sucker, but also things like miscommunication comes into play and, their friends that have a falling out then come back to, together. And I guess you could say, well, that means they were never not friends. Yeah. I guess. But yeah. I don't like that. I'm, that's not how I see. see well, things. the thing is, I actually have a distinct categorization for my friends, separate from acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are people who are just acquaintances and there are very few people who are my friends. I can count all my friends on like my 10 fingers. Mm. And so, right. But if I do something, if I was your friend and I did something to betray your trust, something that mattered, because just because we are friends and just because I'm in your top 10 doesn't mean I know everything about you. So I might say, do something 
that really rubs you the wrong way, mm-hmm. does that mean you are the sucker for making me? Yeah, maybe your, I was. Maybe I was a sucker friend? because maybe yeah. if you were not my, if you're truly the same way I regarded you as my friend, right. you would not do that. Yeah, I mean, like but, if, but but it's different if you'll see. And it maybe if as, I realized that it was like a, a mistake. Sorry about that. Yeah, a, a mistake, an honest mistake. As someone who is your friend, I can bring it to my. I can bring myself to forgiving you. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I see it as like, like it's different if someone does something like if, oh man, I thought we were friends, but but then you know slept with my wife. It's like okay, like like you did something that we can both agree is rough. But I also know situations where, like, the the person who did the offending <coughs> was doing something that I didn't realize was going to have this oh, impact, so and then. Sleeping with someone's wife is a completely different ball game, man. But yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like that's an obvious one where it's like, hey, like we're not friends. We were clearly never friends. You don't respect me as a rap. But I'm, but I'm talking about situations where someone does some something and doesn't know it will have this impact. Like, like if I do something to offend you, then you were never. Friends. I don't know if that was how no, fragile it was. If all it took for you to stop being my friend was for me to like, you know, yeah. eat your food, like. What's that? We weren't fucking friends, we weren't friends. in the first place. <laughs> right, right, but if 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 I see it as oh, but I just ate your food. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a bad example, but but I just did this. Mm-hmm. But so I didn't me. realize that like yeah, like embarrassing is a great one where it's like may maybe this triggers something from you from your child uh childhood. Mm-hmm. Like we are friends, but we haven't gotten to that play, place yet. Like of course if I knew you knew that say calling you this nickname would blah, 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 would offend you. Like I wouldn't, but I didn't realize then you're still saying Sonnet is a sucker. I suppose to just like, it's just a misunderstanding. I just I, call I that mean, person my acquaintance. I will that say point, that maybe. like my real friends, it's really hard to piss them off. Wait, wait, <laughs> but, 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 but then in that example, who's the sucker? Like the if sucker I, is the person I, I, I was call, taking advantage of call you something that I didn't realize had all of this baggage to it. And because of that, like you might think of me as an acquaintance, but you just can't get over that. But I wasn't like, I didn't do it to like, I didn't, I didn't know that I was doing anything t- to hurt you. Were you the sucker or was I the, the sucker? Is the somebody that sucker? the person that got broken up with? <laughs> right. So I'm the sucker then? You're in, the sucker. And that's in, for in that yeah. scenario because you chose. Because you made the, the decision not to be friends anymore. Yeah. yeah. So a friendship, a friendship that, uh, if a friendship is not a friendship, it, if it ends, uh, and if it does, there there was always a sucker. So the entire time we were friends, I was a sucker. There was at least one sucker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We can, we can, I don't know. This this is like I one mean, where I've, it's I've, like super hard for me I've to I've lost friends, who, like, if I think about friends that I've lost or people in my life that I can say like, eh, we're close, but he's not my friend though, right? It's always because of some realization that I've had that like uh, I'm being used or this is this isn't benefiting me some way, like you're using me or something like that. Like if like think about all the fickle friendships you had that people where you thought you were friends. It's always because you realized that you were in it more than the other person. Yeah, those examples yeah. are the obvious ones. Yeah, and what again? I am young, 
very mm. open to listening back to this and being wrong. At this point in my life, though, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yes, there are the easy examples you can pick of like, well, you weren't really friends. They were friends. I just think it's possible to exist in a space and time where something feels really real. Mm-hmm. And then over time, things change, people change. And you then grow apart you don't, or like you that. aren't yeah. friends anymore. But I wouldn't then say, oh, that means I was playing you or you were playing me. I was a sucker. It's just like, no, like life happened, things change. But mm-hmm. also doesn't mean we're never friends because we, like, because in that moment in time, like, yeah. I, like if people it, it grow just, up, apart, it doesn't make sense to me personally. But yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, yeah. but it does, like, that definitely makes me look at my friendships a little, like, appreciate the really good friends I have because, like, man, this person could shoot me and I would still be friends. <laughs> yeah, but, person. but, like, is that how you shoot? Like, is that how you want to be seen? Not that he like, would. Oh, like, I guess everyone. Not that he or she would. I have to question all my friendships and ask myself, if he shoots me, will no, no. we still be but friends? That's what, what the about said. Will he like, shoot me? Will they still be friends? It's like, that, nah, that's not how it's I It's wisdom. See it. Like, I, my parents have told me in numerous occasions that, like, when I was in high school, it would always be about, like, I'm trying to get to that social event or this social event. And there would yes. always be, like, those people aren't your real friends. Yes. The older you get, you'll find that the number of friends you have Decreases. gets way yeah. smaller, yeah, right? And it's, like, now I'm starting to see that, like, huh, they're kind of right, right? You know, but Yanu was saying that, like, yeah, it doesn't mean that in that moment, in that time, you guys weren't the best of homies, right? You're just... Kind of I, I want to use the word friends. I, I am I also use, speaking to. I, I would love to use the word acquaintance. Acquaintance. Yes. I am yeah, very, that's, yeah. I am very specific in my mind. Like, right, I, I might be friendly with acquaintances, you, but I, man. I, I know who I'm moving out. I know who acquaintances <laughs> and who, you're not. You're not an acquaintance. I, I know who, who people the, who yeah. I categorize as acquaintance and and people who are who are my real friends. Yeah, it, there's it, a very clear distinction. That's the other thing. Is two people can be our friends, and one one of them thinks they are friends, the other one thinks they are. So they that are, that person's a sucker. Acquaintances. So that person is a sucker and yeah. screw them for for trying to be friends. Like it's just like I bet. Cool. Like, like, that's, that's fine. Like, like it's and the this. The specific example too is also just such a small subset, like yeah. a subset of situations mm. where it's like, fine, this applies generally. So it isn't worth like, yeah, like debating about almost. Yeah. And what was the last, like, there was one you read after that. I don't know if we addressed it in both. Uh, yeah. The last one was the book is the only medium left. That hasn't right. been corrupted by the profane. Everything mm. else on your eyelids manipulate manipulated you with an ad. That's not that's not true. There's certain books like that are. It, I, I'm, no, I'm, like the book is the medium, the only medium. Oh, where, where there's no ads in it. Where there are no ads. Oh. <laughs> Everything I'm, else has manipulated <laughs> you. You just wait. When book sales get low enough. And you can open a page 55 of your textbook and there will dead ass be like a Pampers commercial in it. We're just not there yet. I'm also, yeah, like I, honestly, just because I have, like, I feel like all his points are, I feel like all his points are arguable, but then in arguing it, 
you're kind of playing into what he says, which is the whole like you, you chop off. Yeah, we're trying to, to fit, fit into whatever. So it's like, well, I guess <laughs> that's your, your your opinion, and I take it as such. But it's like even that one. It's like, dude, like you can get paid by a freaking company to put this 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 something name or something whatever in a book like oh when i was a a, a boy i drove a ford 1968 blah, blah 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 or like when you're talking about medicines in like yeah. textbooks you know the type of things we do like the astra like yeah like it's it's <laughs> maybe 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 not okay whatever. certain books maybe yeah maybe yeah exactly but, certain books yes but it's the same like books it's just like <laughs> Anyone can write a book, bro. Like, yeah. like, like, like actually, intellectual, the, you know, this and this and this. But there's something he talks about in his book, which he goes like, there's nothing wrong with having standards on what you read. Mm. And like going like, this is my library and this is what I'm going to read. Yeah. And I'm not going to listen to certain people. And like, I don't understand why that is like overly seen as like maybe being pompous. But if you can I, I get, get to it. that point where it's like, you know, this is my lane. These, well, these are my ideas and I don't. It's a slippery slope. It's like slope. having a Bible, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's a, I mean. Does having a Bible mean you can't read any other religious text? What you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> which you are said, I, but, but I don't, un, like, do you really not understand that? Like, do you really not not understand why? Well, I, I don't think there's anything say, wrong. Hey, get educated. Don't just live in your bubble. No, the thing is, I, I don't, I don't think there's something wrong with you saying, "Here are a library, or here's a library of books I read, and yes. what I authors I, I hold dear." I agree with that, but then you said, "I don't know how people can have an issue with that," and I'm saying, I can agree with what you said, but also see how people can have an issue with, uh, with it because that's the whole push for like. Get educated on this. Get educated on that. And like, just because you feel that way doesn't mean like I'm the one guy who like it's even like you know this with like weird stuff on like socials and stuff. Like I just don't. I'm so in my bubble. Yeah, man. Like yeah, and I <laughs> over the years, like even from when I first were well, well, becoming back back to visit. I've slowly expanded because we even had to talk about politics. Yep. And then at the end of it, not really in a scolding way, you mm-hmm. just like, hey, like you should like, mm. like you can't just toss it all up in the air and be like, man, I don't care. Like, like you, like maybe mm-hmm. at some point try to broaden your scope to yeah. at least understand certain part, parts of it. Yeah. And that sat sat with me where I'm like, you know what? Like I really truly did not care. <laughs> and now like it wouldn't hurt to like read up on certain things. Something. Understand yeah. what certain like general political stuff stuff means. And mm-hmm. I did like I definitely like very intentionally grow out my bubble. Yeah. But I also know that like my heart and mind is a fragile thing mm-hmm. that like I try to like protect. Yeah. Uh, so I do understand and agree with him saying that, but I also do understand when people like Toby is like, "Dude, you can't just live your life like that, man." Like, <laughs> there's real shit happening in the streets. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I get it. Like, it doesn't mean like I'll just whatever, but I can understand where you're coming from because mm. there are things that I 
whether have willful ignorance to mm-hmm. or blah, like certain like closed mindedness to because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a princess. <laughs> These are my few thoughts, and I want to keep to myself. So. I don't know. That's a little bit of a reductionist. Uh, I don't know, but it's it's okay. I, I see what you're what yeah. you're saying there. Yeah. Um, but I really do hope that uh, everyone enjoyed the season. Oh man. I feel uh, I missed out on some of the earlier episodes with you guys. Glad to have you back, though. Yeah, yeah, and it's awesome that we got to end this this uh, this season with with the core three, the original three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gang, because uh, it was starting to get a little weird there. <laughs> it was like <laughs> this person's on it, this person's on it, this person is, you know. But uh, I like that. I felt like we. Yeah. Like just same people talking about mm. the same things for thirty episodes. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be just way too much overlap. I yeah. felt like, and I'm looking forward to having more guests. I felt yeah. like guests brought in new perspectives. Like, oh, yep. for sure, me being challenged on my whole like crew state of only intent and being like, oh, impact. <laughs> also, like, like shout out to Katie, uh, Katie, and having you know. All the other people we had on, even Sonia saying things that we've heard Sonia many times, but yeah. like in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't, so was, I love that. Oh, we'd love our listeners to reach out to us. Absolutely. On Instagram, drop a comment, let us know what you think. Go to our website. Go to our fucking website, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shout out uh, the, the, the people who have been reaching out to us. Shout out David Anderson. When nice. you'll get to, you know, this hour one and minute 40 of this episode or whatever uh yeah yeah shout out to people who have messaged me about this podcast too as well yeah daniel Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's it's been such a good hearing from you yeah i feel like it's ended like i'm sad like (laughs) taking a much needed break man just getting sunny out maybe just two weeks very true i don't know how long this is gonna be two weeks oh we just have to uh, prep episodes get them yeah. done roll them out sounds good I see bye you guys that's it, that's it.